2: and founder of L.A. Street Art Galleries, James Chen of...
0: Hit the Count Podcast, episode 177. What's going on, man? How, how was your weekend? It was good, man. You
1: know, it was, it was actually kind of Episode 179.
0: Episode 179. My bad. I always got to get it right. But anyways... Uh,
1: Dude, we're getting up there, aren't we?
0: I know, man. We got to. I haven't been paying thing.
1: attention to that for a while. I've just been kind of like, oh, let's just go, let's go, let's go. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, by next year, we're going to be hitting two, 200. Yeah, man. I
0: mean, you if know, not we're. This year, you never know. We can't compare to like some podcasts that have like, you know, over thousands of episodes anyway. And you, you... know what?
1: Neither do we try to compare.
0: <laughs> we just, you know, do our own thing and march to the beat of our own drum, man. I think that's Dude, what we... it's
1: nice being your own boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: But when you have, well, you know, when you get a hundred million dollars for, uh, you, you know, for a podcast, then they're gonna start digging in all the old episodes. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Poor Joe, huh? I mean, good grief. Well,
0: I mean, I mean, you know, the dude, the dude's gonna be okay. You know, you know what I mean? But I, I, it's yeah, no just no think,
1: one's, no one's, hurting, no one's feeling sorry for Joe.
0: Yeah, you know, you know I mean, you know, for for me, like, it's just one of those things. Like, it's just like you know, when when a band like you like a band and then like it's like your own special little thing. And then like, you know, it's not that popular yet. And you go to the shows and you're able to like meet them in person. And it's just like feels like this like indie thing. You know what I mean? And then the radio gets a hold of it. And then, you know, you know, everybody and their mom is like now at the concert. And it just it's just something different. You, you know what I mean? And it's just like these people like they're not they become like part of the, you know, ethos of uh, pop culture. Right. And, you know, they're going to, it's like, they're going to dig up those old episodes. <laughs> right. You well, know? No, yeah. Any,
1: you know what though, anytime you're making a lot of money, anytime you're making a lot of money, people are going to dig, you know, because they want to destroy that. You know, there's uh, any time to see people doing something good, making something good or whatever. You're just gonna reach out and try to destroy it some way and if there's anything anywhere in the cracks or crevices you know especially with the access to information computers and everything they're gonna find it
0: yeah even if you take it down man and once you put it on the internet it's yeah. like it's just there forever man you just have to understand there's powers that be that can just pull that shit back you know yeah. you know what i mean so oh you know
1: what made me feel good um this uh, this past week was uh the email we got back from this lady that uh got one of my uh pins and, um, yeah. and I had missed the order, you know, and, and, and it, it was a little bit late. So I, I sent her like a little extra gift, you know. And
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mind you, I had no knowledge of who this lady was or anything. And I just happened to pick one of these little, um, you know, miniature uh, French bulldogs that I cast. Um, you know, like the little two and a half inch high guys and in uh, kind of a, a medium to dark gray. And I get this picture. I actually put it up today. Um, and she actually has two uh, French Bulldogs, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she, I wonder if she's maybe a little creeped out. Uh, is Burling gum uh, ceramics. is uh, There There you go. There's the picture. Now I'm just pulling up. That. I'm just pulling up. <laughs>
0: what, a, what a coincidence, right? I was telling you over text. I was like, dude, that's like you guys are all like. The same way like man you know, she's proud to wear the pin, you know, at school, you know, and uh you sent her a bulldog. I was just like, dude, that's that's uh that's awesome, man. So you know, if I you want to she
1: realizes that that was just that was coincidence. Like I'm not some kind of creep, like I've been stalking her and I know that she has switched <laughs> bulldogs and they're you know a certain color and I sent her that because then that would be kind of like, ooh. <laughs> this guy's nice, but he's a little creepy, a little stalkishy, you know. That's uh <laughs> um but, yeah, man, it blew my mind, man. And, but uh, I followed, you know
0: Go ahead. I followed her with the uh, podcast page, so hopefully she'll hear the shout out. You, you know what I mean? And I thought it was, like, super cool. So shout out to Deborah if you're listening out there. Yeah, Deborah,
1: thank you very much. We, was, really,
0: uh... we really appreciate your uh, support. And, uh, you know, if you want to email the show, uh, you can email us at pttpshow at gmail.com. And uh, you know, or you can go to Ellie dot Gallery, and you can visit the website and get some of Teach's merch out there. And uh, like I said, though, it was such a coincidence. I mean, you, but basically, you turned that thing around, right? You know, this uh, Deborah was like, "Dude, what are I the- could
1: not have sent a better." Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry you know what i mean yeah
0: I'm like, <laughs> you're like she's like where the hell is this order you, you know what i mean and you're like you know and then you send a perfect like little extra gift man and i i, I love that dude so uh you, you know shout sometimes out to you Deborah.
1: have to offend somebody in order to get on their good side you know what i mean you gotta <laughs> uh you know to get their attention whenever you just you piss them off and then that way you can, you can say thank you and, and impress them and then you know i'm kidding it just uh it just <laughs> happened that's how it worked out you know
0: Hey, but you know, speaking of like online sales, actually, I figure we get started talking about this before our guest comes on today because uh, <clears throat> I want to ask you about like, uh, you know, you. I've I've been seeing like our other uh, resident artists sell out. Um, you know, selling some NFTs on his uh, uh, website. Did you <laughs> see that sellout was able NFTs to NFT <laughs> easy as one two
1: three. Hey. you see, <laughs> see
0: this one that uh, he sold basically? Shout out to Stella, the, uh, but, the
1: the fingers right. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The w uh, sign or whatever. Exactly,
0: exactly. I thought it was super cool that you know he's he starting to get into it. But, you, you know what I mean? And I was just wondering, like, teach. I mean, is this something that you've been thinking about, or y- y- you know?
1: Yeah, no, I have been thinking about it. I just um, it's it's a little difficult to get a, a, a grasp one, and you know whether or not it's something that I should do. Um, and then i get busy you know i get busy with something i'm um kind of like uh mr mom right now um uh short order dad <laughs> how's um,
0: the uh wife's movie going i mean like i know i know you're dude, on
1: it's moving right along i mean they have um i think about two more weeks before they're done with the um the editing as far as like uh, scenes and, and parts of scenes and stuff like that and then uh they're also, they just recently started working on the, the special effects, the CGI, mm. um, and I'm actually going to be doing a, a couple of little pieces to send to CGI to, to put in there, um, and uh, then there's, uh, they're also working on sound mixing, and so yeah, it, it's it won't be long now, dude, I mean, this is like a five-year project, you know, when she first started writing this thing, it was over five years ago. Wow, um, I mean...
0: I always, it's always bizarre to me when you think like how long the editing process for the movies are, you know, because actually well, not the editing has taken five years. The
1: whole movie project has taken, you know, five oh, years okay. from writing it to, to finishing. You know, with the editing, they actually started the editing, I would say, back in December. And right after
0: they filmed um, it in Budapest.
1: Yeah, we filmed in Budapest. Mm-hmm. Um, and we finished that up. And uh, I guess she, her last day was like September uh, 1st or something like that and um so then they they didn't start until the editing until december they put together what's called the first assembly which is basically all the scenes put together and i think it without was any like, cuts uh, yeah without any cuts or anything um and i think well like the best what they feel is kind of the best take of each um take and um then they decide which scenes are going to cut and stuff like that but i think the original one was about two and a half hours two hours 55 minutes or something like Mm. that it's like (sighs) gotta make an hour and a half out of this
0: yeah there's always like the director's cut right there's like the uh you know what i mean there's all these different cuts so i always imagine oh my
1: god dude i've seen this movie so many times i'm almost sick of watching it you know what i mean even (laughs) it even has my artwork in it it's kind of like okay now we're gonna watch this part again okay but no i see what you did differently now okay it's like uh Oh, oh man,
0: I, I can imagine it's like when I'm writing music and or I'm collaborating with somebody after I, when I'm done with the song, especially when I'm collaborating with somebody, it's like you have to send it back and forth like so many times. Once it's done, you're just like, I never want to listen to this fucking song ever again. Like, you know what I mean? But that's when you actually like, it's the time to promote it you know I mean, because it's actually perfect you, you know right and that
1: and everybody else is seeing it for the first time yeah you know? and it's hard <laughs> to even fathom that you know it's hard to fathom that after how many times you've watched this or seen or listened to it or whatever it's like you know you almost kind of project what you would think of it onto other people you know what about, and, what about for
0: uh, visual art man like do you feel like that is the same for like when you create like a, you know, a painting or something like that, or is it more like, kind of like, I mean, it's no, like this. this is,
1: this is like, you know, a couple of different senses at the same time, you know, this is visual and, um, you know, uh, audio at the same time mm, when you are right. dealing with film <clears throat> and there's so many different variables when it comes to, uh, to that. Um, whereas with, uh, with just art, you're just looking at something.
0: Yeah. yeah 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 that's true that's true actually it's more of a, like a all-encompassing kind of like sensory experience i, I think with, exactly. the, with the movie basically
1: yeah because when even... you're combining senses when you're combining visual with with auditory you can have much more of an experience than just video yeah or just looking at, at a piece you know different um,
0: opinions too right i mean like one person feels like that scene was better yeah,
1: and you know what i think with with audio i think you probably um feel it you know, more than you do uh, visual, just because of, you know, sound, sound being, you know, vibrations. So you, you're going to feel that, I think more, much more than you would visually. Um, Um,
0: Well, you know what, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's just bring our guest in today because I'm really excited. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, today our guest is from Brazil, Sao Paulo, or uh, he's at least currently in Sao Paulo. And then uh, his name is João Lilo basically and he's a brazilian artist is that how you pronounce it yeah i asked him but he said we could just call him Lelo. so uh you know i'm real excited to talk i'm just gonna go ahead and bring him in man because i don't want to wait too long We're joining us to hear us okay,
2: yeah, yeah, here. yeah, awesome. Yeah. You know, Happy I'm James,
0: be- I've been talking to you, man. Um, this is my co host, uh, teacher. Basically, uh, he's a pretty well known street artist here out in Los Angeles, and uh, you know, we wanted to just welcome you on the show. Uh, thank you so much,
2: man. Uh, thank you, thank you for having me. Uh, oh, thanks for joining us, man. where uh, Where are you joining us from? Are you in your studio? Or are you in your house? Where are you? I'm a house right now. I'm uh, in São Paulo, Brazil, right now.
0: Nice. Oh, wow. You know São yeah. Paulo. It's a very. I've been there many, many times, man. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I love Brazil, man. Brazilian people are fucking cool, man. They're fucking nice. Top, top, right. You, you,
1: you know? yeah. <laughs> spoiled over here has been to Brazil so many times. <laughs> I haven't been there yet, so I, I really look forward to it someday, man. Yeah, to uh, come i hear I, good things i have
0: some you know good friends in campinas as well too so uh, so like i said i've been i've been all around brazil you know you know what i mean but um but yeah man i, I haven't been to the north yet but i hope to one day dude but um anyway yeah, man.
2: Yeah, is this where you're from, from originally are or you from... no no i'm from rio de janeiro i was born there but i have been living in sao paulo for 10 years now uh,
0: nice nice man you hear the way
2: he
1: says that it's so much better than then no, then when we say Rio de Janeiro, very smooth.
2: <laughs> I love that. So, the, the sound of the R here is more like Rio. Uh, yeah, maybe. that's true. Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> the R's
1: are the H. Uh, you you know, it's right. hard to say Rio sometimes. Like, uh, <laughs> how, do, how do you say your name? Just so I get it correct. Uh, it's João Lelo. Yeah. Okay. Say so I'm not going to get
0: Lelo. that right. <laughs> Lelo. He's a
1: Lelo. Yeah. Lelo. Okay. Yeah. If I can't get that right, I suck.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, because the, the, we have a nasal sound on the A that's only in Portuguese, so it's hard to say if you not in Portuguese. <laughs> if you haven't practiced it, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, you,
0: you know, I was introduced basically to Lelo's art because one of my good friends purchased an NFT series from uh, Lelo and he nice. said, you know, uh, he said, hey, man, you should check this out this guy's art. It's super cool. And he actually does uh, murals and street art, too, man. I and, love uh, it,
1: man. I love the I love the style yeah. that you uh, that you have going on there. Um, how long have you been um, painting this style and, and, and what was before that?
2: Yes, actually, I started doing like uh, traditional graffiti, you know, uh, like people like to call uh, back in maybe the early 2000s. And then I kind of moved more to murals around 2008, when you were doing graffiti were you
1: writing a name
2: yeah I, okay I, I, were you doing like
1: bubble letters or like tags or
2: yeah i was doing i started doing some tag actually because in brazil i don't know if you know uh brazil we had the tagging before we had graffiti there we call pichação. it's like the brazilian style of tagging we had yeah. like a uh, style in Rio Janeiro in sao paulo there. and we had this since the 70s but graffiti only got we started doing graffiti in brazil in the, 90, the 90s to in Rio de Janeiro we started doing at mid mid 90s to the end of the 90s so we had time so it's like every kid started doing this fish something where they, they start doing this and then came graffiti or have some friends in school who were doing graffiti like they bought these uh, magazines from the United States and they started doing graffiti and then Wonderful that. influence from yeah. the United States. Great, they're like wonderful thanks, United States. I suck. Yeah. <laughs> <But by laughs> Wait, did you did you ever
1: get in, in trouble with the with the cops or anything with the the
2: police? Yeah, no, yeah, but it's it's a little different here. Like when I started graffiti, it was really like it was not it was really illegal. But the things like uh, since graffiti came after this fish or thing. You know, a way, graffiti was more, they saw it more like an art, you know. It was still kind of not really appreciated because people started painting on other people's walls. There was no permission. <laughs> like, Things that are not their own. <laughs> yeah. But since it was even like bombing and was they, they had colors in it. So it was, it was better than the tagging they had before. So people start like appreciating a little more. And then people start doing like characters and drawings, and like myself, I moved more to murals. So now it's really appreciated in a way here. Like...
0: Well, Lelo, let me ask you. Okay, so we, you know when I've been to Sao Paulo, and you know many times, I was always told that you there... didn't have
1: to say many times. Okay, James, we got it <laughs> Damn, so... Well, I, I
0: love Brazil, man. I would Haven't say.
1: Been even time but I'm we'll, we'll, sorry. I'm sorry. We'll didn't, go. Didn't we'll
0: mean, go. We'll go, and the next time we'll hang out with Lalo, man. Uh, but <laughs> sorry, but didn't mean to you know, the, you first of all, I, Lilo, let me tell you something. Me and my friends, whenever we go, we always have a saying, man. Everything is sexier in Brazil, man. Okay, compared. <laughs> compared to,
1: <laughs> okay, Just you know, rubbing I, it in, James. Just keep rubbing then, it in. And you know, the you whole, still haven't been yet. Have <laughs> been? No, no, not yet, man. I'm 52 years old, and I still haven't been to Brazil
0: you know the whole culture man like you know so we always joke about that but basically one of the things that i noticed too and uh, <clears throat> is that the style um you know it, it, a lot of it is this kind of style right Layla basically yeah. um okay so you know and i heard that basically this is like an invented language uh you know that the graffiti uh you know or taggers basically have done and they they climb up crazy high buildings yeah. and do it all the way down so when you refer to graffiti and tagging, are, what what is what style is this? When you when you're talking about it,
2: this this is uh, the pichação that was uh, it's like the tagging we had here that I was talking about before graffiti, but the the, the one you showed is really like the São Paulo style, it's the, mm. it's the, and this is the most famous outside Brazil is the São Paulo style because of these got like kind of gothic letters, and they are really inspired by heavy metal. Uh, the writing of heavy metal bands. Like they had this. Oh, band. okay. Heavy metal bands like, from America again. That yeah, were again. again one <laughs> <performances>. <laughs> Interesting. So okay. this is like, we had this, they, this uh, people started doing this like maybe in the 70s. I'm not sure, but I think in, in the 70s, they started doing this way before we had graffiti. So this has always been like the illegal thing that we had in the streets. Mm. but still now it's like really it's really uh frowned upon from people normally because you is it gang influence not not gang influence like some uh in rio de janeiro there's a lot like they put like the because in rio de janeiro we have uh, the the drug cartels and some people they like to put because a lot of them uh, are affiliated sometimes with these or they just live in an area that's uh, there has a lot of these people from the cartel, so they kind of tag in the name of this, but it's not really gang affiliated. Like they have groups. That's the difference. Also, like in, in Rio de Janeiro, I would tag my name. In São Paulo, I would tag my crew crew name. So normally, it's, it's like a lot of people tagging the same name for for their crew. What they go together to tag because uh, they do this huge huge uh, letter. So there, sometimes there are more than one people doing the same the same piece. Same. Issue so, so we have groups, and it's not like a gang thing, it's like it's not like it's not a cream not besides the criminal act of doing graffiti, it's not connected to other gang related stuff.
0: You know, it's funny that you say that it's like metal t shirts because now that you said that, like I can imagine, like you know, when yeah. I see the metal t shirts, exactly. right? This style, yeah. basically, and that's what they're yeah. doing. Thank you so much for explaining that to us, man. I would have never realized that, like. On my own, man. You know, you know. Out of all the times I've went teach, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, I've never connected. So both. many
1: times, so many times. You got your own lane <laughs> at the at the airport. They come in like James, hey, over here. Yes, but
0: but on. like I said, to me, it was always fascinating because these guys talk about getting up, man. This is very very high, and these guys are using grappling hooks for sure. Like you, you, know what I mean. Well, no,
1: that, uh these looks like they just leaned over or whatever. But that first one that you were showing, where oh, yeah, yeah, down the side. But yeah, that one. Oh my God, they must have. They had <laughs> yeah. to have repelled in order to no, have done sure, that.
2: They do a rappel a lot, and they also do oh. like there, there's this photo where you see like there's three guys, one on the top of the other. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. They, they, no, sometimes you see. Uh, uh, we do this a lot. We see uh, a person a building and just try to to think how would they, they go up there? how can they reach it yeah it's crazy like when you see videos of them doing unbelievable the way they can climb things you know like it's crazy
0: is it so it it is illegal though basically right because I mean you see it so so much I, I'm yeah. just assuming it it is like no, it's
2: uh, the, tot- yeah' it's totally illegal legal here like yeah you can like before, you could even get jail. Now, you, you pay a fine, like a really expensive fine. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really illegal still and really okay. frowned upon by major, major people. They learn their lesson.
1: Yeah, if they put you in jail, they have to pay. They fine you. They make yeah. money. In, yeah. in
0: America, they basically make those people clean up all the other ones. So it's kind of just like a, it's a yeah. self, uh, you, you know, they, they arrest the people that, do the tagging and they make them clean up the tagging and then it's just this Although kind of...
1: nowadays they don't uh, they don't put you in uh, in the jail cell anymore mm. um only people who are a danger of society get put into uh into jail nowadays you would get you know a, a citation you'd have to go to court and you probably have to do community service and paint over and everything but um back when i got started about uh 11 and a half years ago um they put me in the in the jail cell uh, overnight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they used to do this here but uh it's it's really like cause the things that jails here are really full of people so they don't want more people <laughs> to have to put inside. But, but I mean, they're full here too, brother. They're hey, full yeah, here too. Don't to,
1: let to, us, uh, to be to be honest, it's better, you know. In yeah, ours are bigger and there's more of
0: them. <laughs> that's kind of like a uh you know, a warning too. I mean, you know, you know, and it's just like In Brazil, I'm sure they keep the most dangerous people in jail, and they can't even deal with these these type of taggers. Basically, you know, like you know, small
1: fish compared to the the cartel and everything.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Normally here, sometimes if you get caught, sometimes if you are lucky, they just gonna paint your stuff, like just to fuck you up, like paint your shirt, just to get you dirty with your own paint, and then get your stuff, take from you, and just sometimes you just a in your head and. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like...
0: can i can i ask you like uh you know my co-host here he basically does more like gray area is it legal not so, so legal now so mainly he does these like kind of like stencils for the uh for the electric box you know is, is this legal in um in like uh uh brazil Do you, just
2: i mean by law maybe it's illegal but it's like people they see these as art so it's gonna Hard it'd it be hard for somebody I to see, so- call the police on, on this, you know. Like, I like my work, sometimes I, I do walls without permission and they see me doing a drawing and normally they don't care. Sometimes they will stop to ask, "God, oh, do you have permission? And if I don't have permission, well, yeah, but dude, if you're doing the
1: kind of work that you do on the wall, I can understand why they leave you alone. It's beautiful stuff, <laughs> yeah. yeah but- yes. beautiful. Thank you, thank you for being yeah. here. Can I get you some water? Would you like <laughs> What can no, I do for you?
2: Sometimes they ask me to stop and, and leave, you know. Uh, if I they they say, I oh, don't have permission, I have to go, you know, like you can do this. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll
0: well, tell you right now, you have such a unique style, man, and it's so cool yeah. because. You know, how did you develop this style, man? From like, uh, y- 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 you know, like, what? When did you convert over from, uh, you know, just writing your name and bubble letters? Because I do see the flow definitely through yeah. through these. Uh, to be
2: honest, like, I was never really that good with letters, <laughs> so maybe that's why I did the change. Me either, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I had be- way better friends doing letters with me, so I yeah, just, me like, too. I, I, yeah, also I was always like drawing characters. So I said, ah, maybe I'll, I'll draw characters with their letters, and then I moved to, from that. And the things like I, I moved to, to murals after that. Like I always like having uh, reference from other people. Start so when I start seeing books on murals, on graffiti murals, and also. Uh, Are there dance. any
1: artists that uh, that come to mind when you think of how your style? Um, Because I I would describe your style as being, um, you know, graphic to some degree, but yet still organic. You know, it's like an organic graphic um, effect, and the the combination is is beautiful. I love it.
2: Yeah, uh, maybe the the graphic comes because I I studied uh, graphic design. I didn't finish school, but I did have the. So I think maybe there's some influence on that. Absolutely. yeah, because when I was in graphic design school, I did a like, lot. I liked a lot uh, the Europeans' geometry design they had, like the Bauhaus thing. The yes, yes, uh, there you go. Yeah, That's what whatever. Swiss design. I really like that clean stuff. So yeah, maybe it's, it's
1: just classic. It's yeah. very classy. It's organic and yet still yeah. graphic at the same time. So it's uh, and also,
2: yeah. And also the geometry kind of helped me because. I wanted to do big walls and since I I never had any formal art training except from graphic design school, I didn't know the techniques to to create a drawing on a wall with proportions. So I are oh, yeah, yeah. geometry like the circles, like I mark circles on the ah, wall, so I have yes. a left very
1: smart, yes.
2: Yeah, and doing this my 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 style became really geometric, you know, really like the the shapes are really well uh, really the graphic. Style. Yeah, really graphic, yeah. So it was like a way for me to to or geometric, it's very yeah, geometric represent the, the proportions I had on on, a, on my sketchbook on a big wall. Then after that, when I already had my, my style kind of defined, I learned like this other techniques of uh, doing a grid on the wall and things I could do in other styles now, but now I have my own style, you know. But it yeah, came out of this necessity
0: well, hey, Lilo, nice. I gotta tell you something, man. First of all, your English is fucking amazing, man. Like hey, very English,
2: man. my friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're
0: like, you know, if you just look at your your posts, mostly you're uh, you know, ta- speaking in Portuguese in the post, man. But so I was thinking, like, oh, I don't know how the, well today is gonna go, man. But honestly, yeah, like in, in Portuguese, great, man, I mean, okay. one of these
1: guys like one thousand miles
2: an hour, you know. Where
0: did you where did you learn your English, bro? I mean, like on a
2: I studied basic English in school, but also living in Rio de Janeiro, I, I connected with lots of foreigners because I used to live in, in this house and, uh, with, uh, with another friend. And because of graffiti, we had all, we were always like uh, having guests from outside, like friends of friends, like uh, somebody we met, and then we have a friend going to Rio de Janeiro, can he stay at the home? And we say yeah, 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 and wow that's kind of, that's even more
1: impressive than yeah. shit man
2: <laughs> just
1: kind of picked it up along the way my god man that's great yeah.
0: do you, it puts, do you, us, no.
1: puts most americans to shame you know what i mean like, <laughs> like we speak english and bad english you know what i mean it's it's kind
0: of you watch like uh american netflix i know a lot of uh you know brazilians they love like kind of like american movies and things like that is that is that something you yeah.
2: No, yeah, for sure. Like I always been watching American TV shows, American music. We, we here in Brazil, are really Americanized in this sense. You know, so it, you know, it helped me also. Nice. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, have you uh, have
1: you been anywhere like uh, lived anywhere else other than uh, than Brazil?
2: I lived for half a year in Germany, in Berlin.
0: Oh, okay, wow. okay, nice, in
2: nice. In Berlin, did you say? Yeah. Yes, no, you did, but uh, you said it much cooler. <laughs> yeah, the, the way we say in Portuguese, Berlin. <laughs> what, what did you do when you were there? Uh, I just went. Uh, I, I had the chance to go there for for to do a, a mural there. And since uh, I was moving out of my apartment, I said, oh, I, I had some money saved. Yeah, I'm just going to stay there for, for some time. And I kept staying and staying and staying, and staying until my, the money ran out. And I had to come back.
1: nice it must be nice to be single and no kids or anything just do whatever you want all the money just ran out i go make some more you know no problem my my
0: co-host has uh uh, is married and has kids and uh you know i don't you know i don't i have
1: have twin 11 and a half year olds and um yeah and it's they're great you know what i mean they're wonderful my wife's wonderful and everything but um I can't. You know what I mean? Like I can't be going off and doing like you. Like you're. Well, some, right
0: sometimes now. you get to travel. You, you know, I I don't have any. You know, I'm not married and I don't have kids at all. So basically, it's a nice contrast in this show, basically, because we get to <laughs> compare lifestyles. You know, but we do get to travel sometimes. And on this show, we you know we've traveled to a lot of different places. We've traveled to Germany to to, to do some art too. Um, I, you yeah. know, I myself don't do any art actually. I do. Uh, uh, I'm a DJ. Yes, and- you do. <laughs> You know, not 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 as professional as you guys for sure. You, you know, you know what I mean. But uh, what? I, I, I mean, I do music. You, you, you know what I mean. So going back to music, okay. Thank you. You're saying that uh, uh, you you oh, know, music like music is not an art. No, it is. I, I'm just trying to you know segue into the next. You don't topic. do visual art. Like- I don't do visual art. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You, yeah. Art is everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you said that you did a lot of uh, uh listen to a lot of American music too. What is uh, some music that you grew up with uh, listening to? I'm always curious
2: yeah i like all kinds of music but i like to say that my musical taste started because uh i used to skateboard i still do but not regularly anymore and i started skating in the 90s so started listening to a lot of punk music oh okay we moved more to rap music and but i i like all kinds like i like lots of reggae music i like a lot of brazilian music you know i'm just not really a really fan of pop music but i even like a lot of electronic music but nice i don't have like a favorite style it depends <clears throat> from time to time uh, nice I'm listening to a lot of psychedelic brazilian rock <laughs> they call that's it like funk style. right they call it yeah. like brazilian
0: <laughs> funk basically yeah. right that's what they that's what they kind of call it um yeah yeah when i went down there last time i went down there uh and last time, there's just been
1: so many times right?
0: <laughs> for well for Carnival, actually, it was right before COVID. And damn, dude, I got sick so badly down there. I thought I, I, oh, I thought that's
1: too bad. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? So I missed all the festi- festivities, but it was I was like, you know, I, I gotta go check out this like Brazilian funk, like rock stuff that my friend's been telling me about. So it's cool to see that in Brazil people like to see people playing instruments and things like that. You, you know what I mean. And uh you know it's I, I always just felt like you know people are very very like friendly down in Brazil man so uh, uh, you know like I said, teach next time when we go together, man like uh, uh you know maybe maybe you can go to Batman Alley Have you been to Batman Alley Lelo
2: yeah, I've been there, but I never had the chance to paint there because it's kind of uh if you like you have your wall there like here you you if you paint a wall it's yours until they, um, somebody cleans up so people who have their wall there they always repainting it so they don't get buffed and somebody it's kind of hard to paint there mm. yeah, like, it's, almost it's like the
1: cast system getting in on that deal huh
2: yeah it's kind of yeah, like it's not, yeah, <laughs> if, yeah it's if you like just uh, uh, i'll say like an open air gallery for graffiti you know, yeah my god that's yeah. like it that looks like a scene flooded yeah, it's, Wait, so, it's kind of, uh, i don't know if you have one in la but the one they had in new york like the five points but like uh it's not like people because here we never paint on top of another person so oh okay wow kind of, that's uh, uncommon yeah. yeah
0: in la basically there's people that are in charge of certain yards basically yeah. you know and then they will be basically make up the rules for that yard you, you know what i mean so if you know yeah, the, but even
1: if they do have guys in charge there'll still be some guys that'll come in and they'll just bomb it all you know with, with some throwies well, or some crap yeah. or something like that oh yeah 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 then, yeah. then <laughs> it's like okay it's time to do some new pieces now yeah yeah uh, I, redo I, everything
2: yeah that's, yeah, that's so sort of like go uh,
1: over people stuff here all the time
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah they just go over yeah that's, that's what I was surprised because it, i guess that uh, batman alley i actually went there um, last time I went down with Kelly Smooth, you know, we went to this oh, uh, we went to this graffiti alley and then, um, it, it, like I said, it, the vibe was great, man. It was super cool. I just wanted to know, like, what's the rule, right? But uh, apparently nobody goes over each other. That, that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty cool. Because in L.A., yeah, like, and
2: you have, like, in Batman Alley, you have, like, the, the old school guys from Sao Paulo because they've been painting there since ever. And so you have to get the chance to, I don't know. So if you get there and see a blank wall, it's really rare, like, So you see, it's more or less the same guys painting all the time, but it's nice, you know. It's uh, it's a lot because like, this this picture is just the entrance of, of the. Area. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: like a long. It's like a long winding area yeah. neighborhood, you know. Yeah. And all the walls are all done. Uh, Boca de Batman. That that's what. It, it, is it safe there at night? I'm just curious because one of my friends. Uh, he went there at nighttime, like an, I asked him. I was like, "Why the hell would you go there at nighttime?" Like, you know what I mean? And he said it was scary as hell. But like, I don't trust his opinion, so I'm just wondering, like, is this like generally a safe area, or is it not not so safe?
2: No, it's like it's safe because also there there are lots of bars there now. It's like, oh. but if you go there like really in late night and there's nobody there, it's not. A nice place for you to be taking your camera out and making pictures because uh, anyway, it's dark, if you're yeah. if, if you're you alone and with a camera <laughs> at late at night, somebody's gonna rob you. <laughs>
1: like you. Everybody <laughs> knows this. You know.
2: Yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: Um, it it was the first time I heard in Brazil somebody told me that it's like in Brazil, especially Sao Paulo, if you see two guys on a motorcycle, that's the time to run, basically, right? You know, to me, I was like, oh, why? You know, he's like, well, one guy's gonna rob you, and the other guy's gonna just, you know, be his getaway car. man so so it's just like one time I had a friend. He said that he had a flat tire, and then he um went outside. He didn't have any tires. (laughs) Well, he went outside to change his tire. And then, uh, so he put his backpack down by his tire while he was changing it. And then, uh, you know, somebody just came and scooped up his backpack,
1: like right, yeah. right there.
0: You know what they I mean?
1: keep so, the place clean. They, yeah, they keep the place clean. <laughs> no, yeah,
2: yeah. I live in the, the center in downtown here, near downtown Sao Paulo. And here the problem is the, the kids with bicycles, like they pass by you and they take a cell phone if you're a... So oh. you like, oh, you know, man you, know, you have to be really like both ways before you check a phone. Like there are places in downtown I don't even take the phone out, out of my pocket. Mm. <laughs> because they come, they take your phone. Sometimes they try it and it falls on the ground. And I see a lot of the of people like they try to steal and the phone just falls on the ground and the kid just go with the bicycle. Wow. <laughs> can I'm just i ask picturing you during these guys
1: practicing this you know like getting their buddies yeah. together okay now hold your phone up now i see if you go by don't, no 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 you gotta wait you gotta wait Not grab 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 it now yeah. see, no no you can grab the phone you gotta hand. you gotta get the phone yeah
2: but when you leave <laughs> when you leave here for some time you know, like the the movement they're doing, like you see this kid, you know, like, uh,
0: you have the uh, spider sense, right? Yeah, yeah kind You kind know of that. Right, yeah. <laughs> OK, so let me ask you, uh, you know, you said you're from Rio. Is it more dangerous in Rio or Sao Paulo? People always tell me differently, you know what I mean? Because it's like,
2: okay. yeah, it's different. Like in Rio de Janeiro, we have a lot of uh, violence because of drug dealing because the drug nini is in the favela yeah because we have the favela in it's inside every neighborhood has a favela it doesn't mean uh no difference if it's a rich neighborhood or, or a poor neighborhood all they they all have a favela so the drug nini is inside every part of the town and the problem with drug nini is like normally they have an uh agreement with the police so they don't go up and leave them alone. But sometimes they don't pay the police. And then the police go up to, to collect their money. They don't have the money. Then they start a fight. And this is the problem with drug dealers. And it's like they shoot like each other a lot. And so this is the most dangerous thing about Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. Like about, and from stealing is different. Like in Rio de Janeiro, they may steal, they rob you on the street, like walking sometimes in some places. So, Paulo, they do a lot of robberies on cars mm. when the car is on the red light. Somebody just jack you, you know. In the red light. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: the tourist area for Rio de Janeiro is very small, actually. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's just like a couple blocks, actually. You know, it's like you know you imagine it's like when I went there, it was like sugar loaf. All right, you go, you know, the the mountain area, and then it's just like one strip, couple uh strip uh of hotel. And then that's pretty much it. Everything else is kind of like a little, a little bit like you shouldn't go there, right? Right? You know. Yeah,
2: it depends. Like yeah, the tourist area, maybe. But there's the thing, also. If you I think maybe most places where you have a touristic area is the place probably people are gonna try to steal because yeah. you have tourists with money in pocket and they have cameras and everything. So if you're walking on Copacabana beach on the sidewalk. They don't rob you, but they what's it, right? they they take your stuff w- without you noticing. I see. So this happens a lot, but
0: uh, you just have to keep your keep your uh, awareness yeah. up a little bit more, yeah, right? For
2: sure, I think it's more violent than than in the United States, but. I, maybe i don't feel that much because i'm from there so i'm used to that oh i'm you know, sure we have plenty of spots yeah, yeah. here in the united states <laughs> yeah, where it's yeah, yeah it just nice. depends
0: on the area of course i think yeah, at the end of the I, day
2: i remember yeah. when i was i went when i was in germany i went to switzerland and there you don't people they don't rob anybody you know, they, they,
0: yeah switzerland they're uh, they're yeah. a pretty wealthy country
2: and, <laughs> and from no this was crazy for me because i saw one day i was showing some Guys, it was really strange, and I talked to my friend, and he said, "No, this doesn't happen here." You know, like, <laughs> "I thought just happen all the time. You know, people they rob you everywhere." You no, know, you know, they don't rob people here. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, like.
0: Yeah, I think you know the governments uh, in those areas they have more like assistance to everybody too, because they're yeah. really wealthy countries. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but hey, man, before before we get too far, uh, because we only have a little bit more time, man, I wanted yeah. to talk to you a little bit about nfts man okay because like this is something that we've uh you know we we've seen some of like our friends and uh different people kind of like list nfts and um i want to g- kind of talk a little bit about it more in depth today man so um uh, you, you know you you released a set of nfts in your style of of that and you know one of my very good friends bought it man because he he, he just thought it was super cool all the art, you know what I mean? What's been your experience in terms of, like, selling these NFTs? Has has it been pretty easy and a good way to kind of uh, earn money, basically?
1: When
2: did you do your first NFT and when did you sell it? Uh, I, I started, I think it was October last year. In October, I did okay. uh, a series of uh, five illustrations with uh, 20, 20 co- no, 15 copies each and it was crazy because we we sold out in like i don't know maybe 20 minutes it was crazy we were like wow. probably, yeah no for, for us cuz i do do it together with marcus a friend of mine he's
0: uh, is he's, he the uh, developer
2: yeah he, he he does all the technical stuff i do the art and he does everything like minting the nfts like doing the social media because you have to because for me uh when I, I have my my work, my physical work, that I have people who follow me mostly on Instagram and I have these followers who know my work. But when I start do, doing NFT, it's totally a, a totally different audience. Like nobody most, I, I think nobody from Instagram follows me on my NFT, follows my NFT work because it's more like older people who doesn't understand yet what's going on. So Marco does all this, uh, social media on Twitter, where NFTs, uh, there are more. So you
0: didn't have any followers Sounds on Sounds like Twitter. he's
2: very good at what he does. Yeah, he, yeah, but it was crazy for everybody. Like, we were thinking, like, ah, oh, maybe we're going to sell 30%. With, you know, I don't know if we're going to be writing when we saw the sold out. But also, we started at the, uh, the, the end of last year with maybe it was the peak of uh, speculation yeah 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 but 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 it's left and right everything it's still going
0: on though here's okay here's the thing man Uh, teach i didn't tell you this yet but i know a couple people that have like ruined their personal lives because they invested money into these nfts okay and it's just like uh okay so basically let's kind of like go i'm just gonna kind of tell you what i know okay like teach there's first of all have you heard of and uh, Leila also tell me uh, if you've heard of these. Obviously, teach. Have you heard of the board ape yacht club?
1: <laughs> it's crazy. The what?
0: You have you heard of the? Have you seen these monkeys going around this board ape yacht club?
1: Oh, uh, I vaguely saw like one of these.
0: Okay, yeah. So basically, what happened was that you know they released ten thousand or something of these. Um, y- you know, in the past. Okay, or we call it minting now. Okay, it's like when you mint a when you mint like a uh, a currency okay so basically the thing is that um <clears throat> they only minted ten thousand of these and you know celebrities started buying these so the value just like think about like you know any sort of like christie's or something art. when celebrities try to jump on a certain artist and they all start buying from a certain artist let's just say like damien hearst or somebody you know it be yeah. his work becomes like hyped <clears throat> right and then owning a damien hearst becomes like Oh my god it's worth this much money basically right so think of that as this was what the board eight yacht club is and there's only ten thousand of them and basically part of it is that you know it's all these apes and then they have different hats they have different sunglasses they have different um they have different just like it's like building an avatar okay so 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 celebrities basically have kind of just picked up on this trend and the thing is like for this one it's all randomly generated so there's some that are more rare you know maybe if he they have like a certain like texture and color to their skin you, you know and celebrities want to find the one that represent them basically so they kind of so these are going for about however many ethereum but the number the you know what have you heard of ethereum teach it's a cryptocurrency okay so basically it's like bitcoin okay i mean
2: a second after Bitcoin.
0: in order to buy these you have to basically use ethereum to buy these okay you can't you can transfer your u.s dollars into ethereum currency and then buy it with this as well too okay but the point is people are only really on OpenSea selling these through however many ethereum okay so uh leila when you listed your um when you listed your uh n- nft did you list it for a certain um ethereum b- b- n- price basically
2: no, no, because we we, uh, we we do our stuff on another crypto. It's uh, Cardano.
0: Okay, Cardano. a, a yeah. different crypto. Yeah, it's a
2: different. Okay. Yeah, so we, we start doing there. in uh, Cardano Got it. Is, is way newer than Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, sure,
0: sure, sure. Yeah. I get it. So, teach basically, see, here's the thing. It's not just the art because it's like, I know you're scratching your head and it's starting to get confusing, but basically it's like people want to invest their, um, dollars into cryptocurrency is a trend these days, right? So, different cryptocurrencies can buy different things. Imagine, remember back in the day when we played Zelda, <clears throat> right? And then it's like, hey, man, you can like use these like coins to buy like certain, uh, you know, certain like swords or shields for this character. Do you remember that?
1: Ever played Zelda, dude? I don't know what the fuck that is, but I get <laughs> the idea. <laughs> But, but you yeah. get the
0: idea right inside yes. inside inside this yes. world it's like they're using this Dude, it's skirt. like when you
1: go to an arcade and they don't let you use your own fucking quarters you got to buy the goddamn tokens they're right yeah, like yeah. <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> exactly yeah. okay so so you know there's it's like a, i just wanted to it's explain smart,
1: you know because oh you know i got these tokens left. <laughs> i gotta spend the fucking tokens yeah.
0: and here's the thing though there's other there's other nfts okay this one's called cyber kongs okay And it's pretty popular. What they do is they
1: generate
0: generate tokens for you. You know, if you hold on to the NFT, it generates a certain amount of tokens for you in the long run after a certain period of time. So you can basically write whatever kind of rules you want into these NFTs, basically. Okay, so, I mean, it's more complicated than just the image itself. Right, Lilo? You you know what I mean? So Yeah,
2: to to try it. to explain in a simple way it's like you you're not actually buying the image you're buying like uh part of a property of this image. like uh i i have a a a digital document that proves that i'm the owner of this image like you can like everybody can copy it everybody but i am the owner you know like this you know we saying this it's like when i don't know if it's like, you know, if you think of the traditional art market, you know, you buy, people buy a piece of art, not just because they are, ah, this is beautiful, it's because they think in the future, this is going to uh, increase in value and they're going to sell it for more. So in a way, people are doing this now with digital files, but that's, that's I think the point that people get mixed is like, wow, why, why these guys play like Neymar, the football player from Brazil, he, he bought this birthday NFT show. For a million dollars, you know, it's crazy, but no, he's not paying a million dollars for this image, he's paying for the property of that. So he is the owner, he can sell that. You no, know, like it's like people who buy, uh, I don't know, a Picasso painting and they keep it on storage for in people. a warehouse. Uh, yeah, they don't put it on the wall. No, no way is this,
0: yeah. And you know, one yeah. thing I got explained to me is like digital assets is really what it is
2: you you know what i mean
0: it's like hey we own assets i have a house i have a car you know i have a computer right these are all physical assets you know what i mean so
1: but these can't really be destroyed basically if you have your your say your apartment catches on fire a house catches on fire or something like that your nfts are safe
2: yeah because they they are on the blockchain so nobody can uh, modify it nobody can destroy it because it's not even on a cloud It's like okay
1: I, I i'm understanding it more but, and you know the part that i was having a problem with was like the the how you buy them and, and you know only some of them are available in certain types of cryptocurrency and yeah. you know it's like if i'm going to do an nft you know i want to try to figure out which cryptocurrency is is the most consistent you know and that it has oh. the best chance of selling and,
0: well yeah. also think about this let's just say like you want to create like let's let's just i'm just m- making this up but let's just say you want to create like a teach peace currency basically okay and this this currency part of it will always go donating to the the peace corps or something like that okay so you can write this all built into the nft so when somebody buys it for you, these are the things that like keep the the digital assets um high in value too it's like okay you're gonna buy it for for this much how do you keep the hype up for very long you know a lot of times people like to attach a project to this, basically, it's like, hey, I'm doing something good as well too. To not, not, I'm not just like putting an image up and then uh, programming on the blockchain and hopefully, you know, good luck with the, uh, good luck with the value in the future. You, you know, I mean, I'm actually putting a whole program behind it where, you, you know, uh, partially, you know, it'll give back to artists. You can all kind of write these utilities into the blockchain too with these images. So I, I think it's like, for me, I mean, you know, I'm still skeptical about how. You know, in the you know, a hundred years later, how much are these bored apes gonna be worth, man? I, yeah. I, you, so you know, I think
2: it's mean? so new, right? This is so new that we don't actually know how it's going to be in the future. Like, because uh, you see, like when you have a border date with so much success now, they're really expensive. Like everybody, like, uh, are creating a lot of NFT projects trying to emulate what they did, and there are like a hundred of bored ape copies around there and now people are trying to put their, their money on everything trying to find the blue chip of the nft but nobody knows what's gonna be in the future Everything's yeah
0: so <laughs> hold on do you know anything Lilo, do you know anything about uh mutant ape yeah okay so basically teach you're gonna you're gonna your head's gonna explode so these are mutant apes basically okay it's a it's a it's basically it, the only way for you to get a mutant ape is if you collect a certain amount of like uh, tokens of this one cryptocurrency, then you can buy the serum to turn your mutant board ape into a mutant ape. So I'm just saying these guys are just creating like these crazy rules to do. And nobody has any idea of like what's going to happen with these. Because like I said, a hundred years later, like the physical Picasso painting, like you still have it right here. You you know what I mean? It's like a physical item, right? But the thing is like, are these board Yacht clubs uh avatars gonna be still worth you know two to three hundred thousand dollars? I don't know yeah, nobody like knows, you, yeah. nobody knows.
1: And you who's know? gonna pay it? Who's gonna pay that money for it? Yeah, you know, I mean have the right are they gonna have the right cryptocurrency? I mean, it's like, yeah, like a bite, I got like five hundred thousand dollars, but it's not the right cryptocurrency. Yeah.
2: Sorry, because <laughs> now now a lot of like Stephen Curry bought one of these two for I don't know how many millions. But for them, it's more like flexing. Like, what's more a million dollars for Stephen Curry? How much he, he makes on um, sponsorship per per month? You know, for yeah, him, it's just a write-off to like, too. Yeah, yeah just, you know, like this, like, oh, I I have money to to buy this. It's a, it's like a it's a flex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're you right, right, man. Like, like yeah. I said about Neymar, Neymar makes like I don't know 100 million a year. Like for him to spend one million, it's nothing. You know.
0: yeah you're right you know i mean so to be honest i think it's like for me it's like it's a great opportunity for artists man and you know i think it's really cool that like artists are finding like way to sell jpegs for like you know to sell out and if you can attach like you know your project to like you know a certain developer now let me ask you about so the developer that you work with man this guy must be like um. Really, really uh busy these days, right? Because I'm yeah. sure a lot of artists want to work with him. If he sold out your entire NFT <laughs> collection, right? Yeah. All
2: your yeah. friends must be like, "Give me his number, man." <laughs> yeah. No, the thing was like, I will start start getting a lot of DMs from people I know it from people I don't even know. I said, "How do you, how do you do it? How do you do it?" And uh, I'm being honest, I don't know how I do this, <laughs> like, Yeah, he just created the images, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know how I do this. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, but I think. For well, me, like of course, I had the the, the like of doing this in the peak of uh, speculation, but also I think I have a following of people who they want to s- just support my work. Yeah, like you they, know. They, yeah, they buy the JPEG, then they they go to a print shop, they print it, put it on their house, and they keep asking, "Hey, do go, Because uh, what I did, like I do, like a series of animal drawings. Like uh, we did chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. And they always say, oh, when are you going to do the next chapter? Like they, It's like collecting something. Mm. Like, it's, it's crazy because we come from a really physical uh, physical time. You know, like uh, we collect uh, cards. We collect um, whatever. Records, yeah. We collect <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things. And now people, they're, they're not even that young. Like some people, they are on their 30s. Like normally people who work with tech or whatever. And they are collecting digital things. And, but in a way, it's still I don't know if, if you guys are really into video games. But nowadays, like if you play a game like I don't know, Mortal Kombat, you have your character, and then you pay extra money just to change the outfit of your character. Oh yeah! You oh know.
1: no! I know my fucking kids. Yeah, you know,
2: they yeah, uh, they yeah, have yeah. this
1: Oculus now, you know, with the with the, yeah, the VR yeah. or whatever, you know. And it's like, okay, they uh, they had some money they made from from working in my wife's movie, and. Mm-hmm both of them got oculuses okay and i thought okay yeah. that's it and then they're like dad we need some more money i'm like what the fuck for what are you talking mm-hmm. about well to get to get this and to get that and just get this for the oculus And i'm like oh yeah. these guys are smart yeah. motherfuckers man they're very yeah. smart
2: <laughs> well the yeah, thing they buy, they buy but, digital things you know like you, you pay real money to change the outfit of your character in the game you know so, i know and this is so hard make for sense. me to to, yeah, to make sense allow not to not happen of because of you know i come from
1: things. the age yeah. where you yeah. know, you don't spend money on things unless you can touch them yeah. and play with them in your physical this world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now my fucking kids are just like, oh, I'm like, you're not going to have <laughs> anything to show for this, you know, but, but, you know, kids new world, it's a new world.
0: I heard there's less juvenile delinquents these days, though, because they, they, they're, they you know, they they like kids. They don't like lose their virginity, you know, but like in the. <laughs> You know, by their 20s, they haven't yet. They haven't drank any alcohol because they're too busy, like, in oh, the God, metaverse.
1: Dude, I tell you what, if that helps, yeah. you know, whatever, put, them up, put it on them.
0: You know, <laughs> you know, for me, I always, like, the first time, like, I experienced this wasn't even in NFTs, man. Because producing music, you have to buy, like, plugins. You buy, like, sounds. Yeah. And then sounds are like files, right? So, so it's like I, I used to get so upset about like having to buy these like files basically or just like sound, you know, or different, you know, echoes or whatever, whatever, just just to pay for this. But now that I, I see that the kids are doing this with, uh, you know, just the customization of their avatar. I mean, like, I think I understand it a little bit more, man, like I, actually you explaining it from the Mortal Kombat perspective, because yeah. we, we were just kind of like, hey, man, like I like Scorpion or I like. Uh, you know, sub zero man. You get the blue or the yellow one, man. Like then that's it. Yeah. You you know what I mean you don't get yeah, any choices. Now
2: you have a lot of like, <laughs> you have choices and you can buy more choices. Like they have the I don't know, the Halloween outfit, they have the they had the World Cup outfit, they had the you know, they all these things like and were, like I am from the time you buy a game and you have the car- cartridge and you just You gotta blow it. in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blow it and you play it and you, you know, it's that. Now you keep buying things and putting things on the game, and it's a never-ending thing, you know.
0: Yeah, and yeah. it's like a second life. I feel like inside yeah. that world, you, yeah. you know. I mean, like for us, I think even just in our generation, it was always just like a time killer. I'm bored. Yeah. Let let me just do something because it's like I can't watch this movie like 50 times anymore. Like now, people never <laughs> never watch like. Movies over again. They just like wait for the next next one to come out. Like you know what I mean. They they never like rewatch it until the next like you know what I mean. But back in the day, I feel like it's like we had to listen to you know a CD until it was dead, man. Like you know over and over and over again because like we paid for that physical <laughs> item. Yeah, you know, here, what I mean,
2: here Brazil was harder because if you wanted something really special, like I remember, like well, we here we really like the Wu-Tang Clan, but nobody had the the record until a friend of ours went to the US and then he bought the record and we <laughs> didn't have, we didn't have uh, CD recorders at the time so everybody would have you will lend to everybody so we could listen and record on a tape it and was, it, was, it was a hard time now it's hard times. Spotify, I can find whatever yeah, yeah.
0: exactly exactly right we, we're, we're living in an age of abundance where it's like all our problems is because we have two yeah. now right it's it's so crazy yeah. I always say on this show, I'm like, back in the day, I remember I would go to a special store where you can scan the CD so you can get a sample of it. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God I can actually listen to this CD before I, like, uh, buy the whole thing. You know what I mean? Nowadays, kids don't even listen to the whole song anymore, man. They, you know, their songs are two minutes long. They all sound the same. Like, you know what I mean? They're all mumble rapping, right? You know and so So it's, like I said, we sound like old men, but I think it's just like, there is something for me, I feel like you know, we're used to being in the regular world, man, but I, I don't know, man. I feel like do you feel like, ki- like you know, kids, they're just like growing up in this metaverse, so they're just used to just, you know, having digital assets, having like, teach. I mean, your kids are that pretty... Used- sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you when you put it that way, that's, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I come from, especially me, you know, I come from an age when everything was in this physical world, you know, hard copies and everything. Yeah. But nowadays, you know, I'm sure my kids are gonna be a lot more, you know, have a lot better chance of them getting an NFT than,
2: uh, than me when I was their age. <laughs> Lelo,
0: teacher, sure. my co-host teacher thought the internet was a fad and it was gonna go away, man. He always tells me, man. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what I tell. Like, uh, I tell people, like, they talk about NFTs and say, it's the same thing about the internet. People, they didn't believe the internet when it came, when it started, so. That's true. Will, we don't know, maybe the NFT will die. Maybe the NFT will become the norm, like the
0: internet. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, it's true, yeah. man. Well, Laylo, man, it's been awesome to talk to you, man. And thank yeah, you, so yeah, Chino. Sure. You know, it's been a pleasure, man. And, uh, uh, you know, I personally think your art's dope, dude. I love all the different yeah, animal concepts, man. And, uh, you know, we want to introduce you to, like, our whole audience, especially, like, it's a, l- a lot of people haven't seen your stuff, man. So I'm real excited for everybody to, y- y- you know, get out there and uh, uh, check it out, man. So uh, can you drop your social for us?
2: Yeah, my, most you can find most of my stuff on Instagram. It's uh, I'm gonna spell it because it's L E L O zero two
0: one. Awesome, on man. And what's your nice and your website?
2: Uh, it's lelo l e l o uh, dash yes. A-R-T dot com. lelo dash art.com. Lelo-art.com. Awesome, and man. You, if you are interested more in the NFTs. You can check the Twitter. I think I'm not sure, but I think it's lelo 21 NFTs. Yes, dude. Because Marcos awesome. run more more on the Twitter, so sometimes I get confused.
1: <laughs> awesome, man.
0: Uh, like I said, Shout I, I know out that. To
2: Mark, man, you're
1: a great dude. Hope to yeah. talk to you someday. This is this is the this is the this is the Twitch, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's super cool. And like I said, man, it's and you you know. You don't have to have that many followers to be successful at this whole NFT world, man. I mean, the people who are into it right now, I mean, if it's cool, they'll buy it. This is this is like something that's going on right now because people are just like, the, the word is degen gambling. You know what I mean? They just want to degen invest into any type of NFT. If it sells out, it means it's a successful NFT. Like, you know what I mean? So uh, anyways, teacher, I think we learned a little few things today from Layla, right? So Absolutely. thank you. So- Thank you so much, brother. It's been awesome, man. And you know, next time we go out to Sao Paulo, uh, I'm taking out dinner, we? brother. Next
1: time we, we, I said we, yeah, I said we have a good time <laughs> when we come we to, to Sao Paulo. <laughs> next time we, we'll go eat at uh,
0: sorry, we'll go eat at a Churrascaria. Okay, basically next yeah. <laughs> time we go out there. Okay. <laughs> sure. enough, nice. Thank you, thank you for
2: having me. Yeah, it was yeah. a pleasure. Yeah, let's oh, keep dude, in touch, a man. Pleasure having oh, you on, sure. man. Look thank forward to seeing you. more of your work, man. Thank,
0: thank you so you, much. So, to the audience, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Love you guys. Take care and peace.
1: At EllieStrayer
0: Gallery, check out the shop. As I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch
1: coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.